Welcome to the English Montreal School Board Podcast, where you'll hear from the people within the EMSB community and beyond, beyond. people with some inspiring stories, and people who work very hard to make this board, the EMSB, the choice of thousands of families. The leadership course and resource teacher Samira Shaki is here, and Vice Principal Andrea Dillon. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. We're, we're very happy to be here. I'm so happy to be talking to you guys. And Andrea, we'll start with you because for people who don't know about the cafe, can you paint the picture for us? This is a fully working cafe in the school, right? Uh, it is. It is a cafe where the students serve coffee, teas, uh, sometimes some special requests to the staff. So the teachers and the other staff members um, in the building. Uh, there is an espresso machine. Uh, within the cafe, of course, a fridge. There's an area for the students to keep the cash. So yeah, it's a mini version of a perfectly functional cafe. Is this a brand new project or has it been around for a while? The Well, here, I'll give you the history um, of the project. Um, the idea for the cafe came to fruition about two years ago. So pre-COVID, um, the principal, Mr. Lino Butino, along with the vice principal at the time, uh, Marilyn Ramlikin, uh, they were brainstorming ideas for how to use the large empty space uh, we have in the center of our uh, atrium. Uh, they wanted to you know, better engage the students, create a more community-like setting um, for the school. And at around the same time, the, uh, the case des Jardins du Sud-Ouest de Montréal had reached out to Mr. Butino as they were interested in setting up a community project um, in a school with business-like foundations um, and ties. Uh, so Mr. Butino came up with the idea for a student-run cafe, and his idea was based on the fact that <clears throat> our school is located on uh, Notre Dame Street, home to many cafes and restaurants, um, and our students would surely benefit from some job training and skill set acquirement related to jobs they could potentially get um, in the area. And so the idea was born, and the uh, Caisse des Jardins donated $10,000 at the time to get the project um, up and running. And as I mentioned, it was built just before COVID and all the lockdowns began. So before the schools closed down the first time around. So unfortunately, the official opening only took place um, last week. However, the cafe for us has been running since the beginning, well, almost the beginning of the school year, I think about a month in. So a couple of months, it's been, uh, it's been uh, functional. So yeah, recess and lunch, coffee and teas are sold to teachers and staff. And it's run by the leadership crew, our secondary five students. Uh, two of them which are here, Kia and Isaiah, of course, and uh, in terms of the operations and what they do, I can let Ms. Chalky and our students, Kia and Isaiah, speak more to that. Yeah, it's exactly what I was going to ask uh, Ms. Chalky. Can you tell me, first of all, tell me a bit about the leadership course at James Lang. Yes, so the leadership course um, is run, uh, well, first of all, it's it's a course for all grade 11s, um, and seeing as this year we have a beautiful small class with 10 students we're really taking it as a class where students are exploring different avenues um and i'm trying to really expose them to we can say uh, life after you know grade 11 at james lane so we go we went to uh, various field trips already like Rosemont technology center we went to visit a barber shop we went to um another uh, local pizzeria here at Damos Pizzeria, really for the kids to get a feel of different options that they have and to obviously see, you know, what the workforce, what it means when we say the, uh, the workforce um, af after high school. Um, so I would say that's the gist of the, the leadership class. It's really to, to set a, a precedence for what is to come and the initiative that they, 
should slowly um, start taking um, in the school, but also outside of the school. And bringing it back to the R&B Cafe, of course, the whole yes. point of the cafe is so much more than, than making a profit. It's not even about, about making a profit, right? Absolutely. So the leadership uh, class decided, you know, they really, really um, were happy with the fact that they're given so much responsibility, right? And that we're entrusting them with this project. And, uh, you know, with the help and the endless support from an administration, um, the, the kids really, really are running the cafe themselves. So it's uh, from the ground up, they are making schedules, they are, you know, taking care of uh, the monies, the floats, uh, any supplies that we need that obviously I'll go run out and, and get those for them. But from start to finish, it is a student led um, project and they're really, really proud to do so. And they're also integrating other elements into it. So now at lunch, we have board games that the rest of the students um, in the other grades can rent out at lunch um, via the cafe. So it's become uh, almost like a, well, it is um, a hub for not only for our, our leadership class to, to run, but for other students to come and hang out and interact with one another. I love it. Let's get into some of the day-to-day activities. Kia, can you tell me what kind of things uh, you do at the cafe? I usually work with another person because it isn't just like one person working in the cafe. So while there's two people in the cafe, I'll be taking orders and the other person will be making the coffees. Okay. And um, I haven't rented out any board games, but I know of some other classmates who have rented out board games. And I don't know their experience with it, but it seems fun. Nazea, what's your favorite part of working at the cafe? My favorite part definitely has to be making the coffees. Because, like, just something about it is just so entertaining to me. And, like, I just love, like, giving the teachers their coffee and, like, telling them, them telling me how much they love my coffee that I made for them. It's just so, like, (laughs) it's just so (laughs) fun. Did you know, be honest here, did you know anything about making coffee before you started? Well, kind of, because I work at McDonald's. Like, I make a lot of coffees. Okay, Okay. But, like, I didn't know how to, like, foam the milk and, like, do all that type of stuff. I just, like knew how to push buttons and make regular coffee. <laughs> so so you're learning a lot? Yes, I am. Can you maybe specify if you can give me, you know, one or two examples of maybe something that you've, you, you've learned there that you never knew how to do before? I learned how to make a cappuccino, a latte, a whole bunch of stuff. Like basically our whole menu was like new to me and I had no idea how to do it. And I had to like learn from either watching Mr. Bettino do it or like, we have, we kind of have like little instructions on our menu on how to like make the coffee. So like I kind of have to learn from that and take the feedback and like make it better and like just work on my progress. Is there a trick to the perfect cappuccino? Wing it. <laughs> what would you say? I said, just wing it. Just wing it. <laughs> I guess experience, the more, the more you make it, the more you learn, right? Yeah, you never know how much milk or how much foam to put. It's just the thing you have to know is always put a little more foam than milk so it makes it look like you know what you're doing. Okay, okay. Careful not to give away your secrets, though. (laughs) (laughs) Kia, what what kind of things uh, have you learned there? Is there something that you learned at the cafe that you never knew how to do before? Um, well, honestly, I don't drink coffee, so I find coffee really, really disgusting. (laughs) Uh, I'd rather drink tea because it still has caffeine in it either way. 
but I learned how to make like majority of the stuff that's on our uh, list to sell. And I thought that was really, really cool. And the fact that we can take that experience that we learned about like how to make coffees, how to stroff the foam and like, like all that stuff and put it on my resume is really cool. Yeah. And that seems to be like the sort of, um, you know, the major part of this, Samira, is that it sort of it helps them build their resume. And it's so much more, like I said, it's so much more than just learning how to make coffee, right? Absolutely. Um, It's really something that they can take away, like you just said, uh, working on uh, CVs and adding that to their experience. Experience, but also gaining some confidence, right? And and working with others. Um, they're not necessarily always working with someone that they're really good friends with. Um, and so they learn to um, to interact differently with the classmate that they're working with, and also with people coming up and um, placing their orders because we have some pretty big uh, coffee lovers here at James Ling. So um, interacting with that public on the daily basis really has also shaped these students. And preparing them for for the future. Uh, Andrea, can you talk about sort of, you know, the future after high school for um, students at, at, James Ling, at James Ling? There's a wide variety of students. And, and, and what does the future look like? It is a very wide variety um, of options. There are a large variety of options, I should say. We, have, we do have some students that go on to CJEP and on to university. We have others that go into a trade or vocational um, or get a job right after high school. Um, so this is whatever venue they, they end up choosing, this helps them um, get a taste of what it's like to work in a, you know, in a certain job scenario. So that whether they're getting a part-time job to work while they're going to CJEP or while they're doing vocational training, or whether they're moving forward in the workforce, um, they get to start gaining some experience here. So when they go out for interviews and go out and get jobs, um, they have a bit of experience of how to run run a business, so to speak. So Does really Home Ec exist anymore? I remember when I was in high school, there was Home Ec. No, Home Ec unfortunately doesn't exist. Um, and I wish it did. I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, no, it's been out of the program for a while, unfortunately. Um, we do actually here at James Ling, at the very least, we do have a kitchen, a functional kitchen, which again, well, due to COVID was out of commission for a while, but we're going to be bringing it back. So we try um, to teach um, those items through clubs and after school activities, extracurricular activities. So we're hoping to bring that, bring that back in. Here, you wanted, to, you wanted to jump in, right? Yeah. Um, uh, we used to have a home ec class, kind of. I don't really know what it was called because I wasn't like here at James Lane when they had it. But I had a couple of friends who were older than me, obviously. And they came to James Lane and they had a home ec like program. And they were learning like basic stuff, like how to thread needles and like sew and like cook. And um, for a little bit, when I first came here, like for my like sec one, sec two, like years, we had like a, a cooking program, which it basically taught us how to cook some things. And we had uh, a really nice guy that came in and taught us how to cook. And I think it was something dreams. I could be wrong, season dreams or something like that. But yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Okay. Uh, Samira, what's the most important element of the cafe for you in your eyes? Mm, great question. I think and I feel as though the most important element uh, would be the fact that everyone comes together for for the good of this 
uh, exchange that we have mm -hmm. and uh, definitely instilling those skills in our in our students uh, in grade 11 and passing those on to, to future students. And right now our students also took the initiative or are taking the initiative to start training um, some grade 10 students as baristas to maybe you know, work some shifts and um, get a feel for it because those are the students that will be taking over the cafe when our grade 11s this year graduate. So I would say just the, the idea of community and uh, an exchange between students and uh, staff. Nice. Uh, Nazea, has this uh, perhaps, uh, yes, perhaps no, but has it opened up some ideas for you as far as, uh, you know, workplaces after you graduate? Well, it kind of has, but I haven't really thought that much about it. I was going to work in a cafe that's like close to whichever college I go to. So this way I'm not too far from school and I'm not too far from work. So it like kind of makes life a little less stressful and like, I worked here in the cafe, so like I figured it'd be kind of the same in a, in a real life cafe. So it was just kind of one of the options I was thinking about. I'll ask any of the students, any of the Psych 5 students, are you learning, yes, you're learning sort of how to make coffee, but are you also at the same time learning how to how to run a business, whatever business it may be, you're learning the money side of things? Actually, yes. I can give you uh, something that has happened when I was trying to close up the shop. Sure. Um, basically, I was trying to, like, get everybody's orders in before, like, I had the clothes, right? And so this one guy, he came up a little too late. It was about, like, around time we were closing. And we just gave the teacher, like, one of the teachers that ordered the, like, the last order. And he asked if he can get something. And I'm like, uh, I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? <laughs> I was like, okay, wait, no, he can come back next recess or at lunch and then I gave him the dates and so like it was very like I felt like a secretary so I feel like I could take some of those things and like um not public speaking but like a uh, fear of talking to others you know hmm. like I could take that from like the R&B cafe with me and like grow as a person you know I think that's the point Samira a lot of these skills are transferable right Absolutely. Hopefully they, uh, you know, just like Kia pointed out there, there are exchanges and uh, everyday situations that they experience that are not only happening here at James Lang and they can take with them. Absolutely. I just wanted to add to the part that uh, Samira mentioned earlier about the engagement. I mean, aside from being an awesome project in terms of teaching the students so many things, uh, having the cafe open has really brightened up the atrium. And it's something that was especially needed after last year's school year with COVID, um, you know, when, you know, there were no ECAs that were allowed. So, and everyone was in a, you know, a closed classroom for the most part. So now the school has come back to life and this uh, cafe has really become the hub of that in that, in that center area where again, you know, it's the, the coffees are sold to the, to the staff, but the students hang out as was mentioned. And it's really become a really bright, fun, engaging area. And we feel that's so important, especially after what was lacking last year. When I first came here, I think it was like in sec one, or it might have been in sec two. But before we had that cafe in the middle of our atrium, we had this big giant Christmas tree. I don't know why I feel the need to mention this, but we had <laughs> Christmas tree. And I feel like the R&B cafe is a better replacement for that Christmas tree, because not everybody celebrates Christmas, you know? Hmm bring everybody together. Um, I know I'm super happy. Thank you for uh, being so honest and open and your great questions, Mark. And uh, 
it is almost lunchtime here at James Ling. So I'm just wondering if the kids are ready for their lunchtime coffee shift. Haha, it's not yes. today. <laughs> well, who's ever working, I wish you a good shift. And uh, everybody else, uh, thank you uh, so much, uh, all of you, for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so thank much, you. Mark. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Kids are ready for their lunchtime coffee shift. Haha, it's not yes. today. <laughs> Well, who's ever working, I wish you a good shift. And uh, everybody else, uh, thank you uh, so much, uh, all of you, for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so thank much, you. Mark. Thanks for having us. Thank you. You've been listening to the English Montreal School Board Podcast with Suzanne Desotel. Make sure to subscribe to this and the Inspirations Podcast, Quebec's only podcast dedicated to the special needs community, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you.